Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. that and I realized this guy it's not so much that he's fasting to feel the pain of fasting it's just what he was saying is is yesterday morning I was able to focus just on worship and prayer I didn't eat I didn't have any appointments nobody came interrupting me I was able to, to set aside that time you see what I mean does that make sense Today, Pastor Robert will remind you that there's no set formula for fasting. Nowhere in the Bible does it specify a time requirement for fasting. Fasting also doesn't have to mean food. Fasting could mean fasting from TV or the internet. Fasting is simply removing an earthly distraction so that you can focus on the Lord. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 6 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. And so thinking about how we fast, we fast by, by abstaining from food. And I would say yes, maybe certain foods. You know, if you're um, if your health is bad, you've talked to your doctor, and he's like, you can't not eat, but here's what you could do. Many times the doctor will give you some alternatives that you can fast, you can do what the Bible is advocating without compromising, you know, your physical health by, you know, just like being, being really foolish. Um, several years ago, I felt real clearly that the Lord was leading me to do a short-term fast, and that the way I should do it was to give up everything I like to eat. I'm serious. It was like just, if, if you enjoy eating it, give it up. Don't, don't do it. So for me, see, that, that meant breakfast was going to be oatmeal, because I hate oatmeal. <laughs> but it's nutritious. It's good for you, right? It's nasty, but that's what I'm going to eat. <laughs> breakfast, I'm going to eat oatmeal, right? Lunch, I don't know. I don't even remember. But it, it was not going to be like a good juicy hamburger. That was not going to be lunch because I, I love a good hamburger or steak or salmon. You see what I mean? Eliminating spices, eliminating the, the things that, that make our food flavorful. Sometimes, you know, it, it can be like that. no key lime pie for the next six months. You know what I mean? It's like things like that. Or is is specifically mentioned here, sexual intimacy between a married couple. He's like, don't you know, don't do that for long. Do it. Come to you know to a place of agreement. It's like okay for the you know for the next week we're not going to have sex and we're going to give ourselves to to really seeking the Lord. So again, the idea is, is abstaining from physical pleasures for the purpose of greater spiritual 
intimacy, wisdom, power, authority. One of the questions that comes with it a lot, how long? You know, I mean, what, what's the right thing? Well, there is no right thing. This is not a ritual that we're trying to, like, get it right. This is a tool that God gives us that he tells us will work in our favor, on our behalf, if we want to deepen our relationship with him. Let me word this another way. You want to get closer to God? Well, he's given you a tool. He's given you a tool. Nothing in the Bible really gives us some kind of rule about how long. The only time that, that, that the Bible in the Old Testament gave some sort of specific, and, and, and it, wasn't, it wasn't, the word wasn't used, but in, in Leviticus chapter 16, God commanded Israel to observe one day in which they would, quote unquote, afflict themselves and repent. The day of atonement, Yom Kippur. One day. But he didn't say fast, he said afflict yourself. Now they have interpreted that and understood that down through the millennia to mean that he was asking them to fast for that one day. But he didn't specifically say, I want you to fast. He said afflict yourself for, for that day. But, but the, the idea though, the idea that's been understood from it, give up food for the day, spend the day in repentance, seeking God's forgiveness and mercy. How long should you do it? I think it's something that, you know, the Lord will, will guide you in it. And, you know, I, it was funny for me because, you know, I wrestled with this subject for years. Because like most people, I didn't fast. I enjoy eating too much. I, you know, it's like, I'm, why do I want to give up food? What's that going to do? Reading the diary of this Scottish pastor of the 19th century, Andrew Bonner, I noticed that he mentions in his diary here and there fairly often that he would say something like, was able to fast the greater part of the forenoon, or was able to fast and seek the Lord in the afternoon yesterday for four hours. He'd make a comment like that, and I realized this guy, it's not so much that he's fasting to feel the pain of fasting. It's just, what he was saying is, is yesterday morning, I was able to focus just on worship and prayer. I didn't eat. I didn't have any appointments. Nobody came interrupting me. I was able to, to set aside that time. You see what I mean? Does that make sense? I was able to get in a secret place with God without you know, like to, to bring it into our time, I was able to get into that secret, that closet with God, that secret place with God without the telephone ringing, without somebody knocking on the door, without the, the exterminator showing up unannounced, wanting to spray the house. And I didn't, I, you know, I didn't do anything but that. That's kind of the idea. And it made me realize, I can do that. I can do that. Because I've made it this complicated thing. Like, like it wasn't somehow valid if I didn't do without food from evening until evening, 24 hours later, or for three, a three-day period of time, or you know, that the, the spiritual exercise of fasting was somehow not really accomplished. It wasn't valid unless I did it the right way. Like God is this legalist, and he's like, uh, 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 I see that you missed a comma right there. Doesn't count. Nanny, nanny, boo, boo. 
Sometimes we have this idea of God like he's, he's sitting there waiting to snatch the rug away or withhold something from us on the basis of a technicality. That's not who he is. And this idea of fasting was given to us to help us. And it, it really has to do with prioritizing the relationship with him. Prioritizing your spiritual growth. And so from time to time, I'll just skip breakfast and lunch, you know. And, and usually, so I have something clear in my head, I'll say, okay, I'm going to eat something at 5 o'clock. I'm not going to eat anything till 5 o'clock. I'm just going to go hide. Now, I may work on, I may, you know, deal with emails. I may work on some preparation. Right now, I'm preparing to teach a whole series of lectures for youth with a mission to their staff, a leadership development thing, the leadership intensive on the subject of leading through crisis. You know, thinking about like what happened at the Parkland at the school and different, it's happened at Youth with a Mission before in another part of the country and thinking about those kind of things. So I'm having to prepare all, all this stuff. But as I do that, I'm trying to do it with the Lord. I'm trying to actually not leave the secret place even as I'm preparing these teachings and doing this work. Because you see, you can actually do that. You realize... He's willing to go with you anywhere. So at work, you can do this. You can be fasting and, and actually in, the, in that secret place with him at work or wherever. And that's, that's what we're talking about here. And so Jesus warns us. He says, don't, don't do this to impress other people with, with how spiritual you are. If you're focused on getting other people's attention, then again, he emphasizes, you've got your reward. That's all you get. This is supposed to be something between you and God. And, and, and I, I want to I make it clear again, his, his emphasis was not so much secrecy, like, again, like God is a legalist, and if anybody else, if anybody finds out, then it doesn't count. That's not the point. The point is motive. What are you doing this for? Are you doing it because you have a hunger for God? Or are you doing it because you want other people to think you're special and spiritual and well then get over yourself. Spend some time with God. That's that's what he's talking about. It doesn't twist his arm when we fast, but it does accomplish a purpose in our lives. The first book of the New Testament informs you well about the Son of God, Jesus Christ. It details His birth and life, His ministry, and then His death. But it also tells you that He rose again. Jesus is victorious over death. And even more, He's alive today. Your Savior lives, and you can rejoice in that. As you listened to Pastor Robert's message today on Main Thing Radio, you may have realized that you've never given your life to Jesus. Or maybe you've been a believer for a while, but you haven't taken steps to actively live for Christ in your daily life. Today's the day to change that. You can start right now. We'd love to talk to you. Give us a call at 305-531-2730. That's 305-531-2730. We're so glad you joined us today. You can hear more teachings from this series in Matthew right now by visiting MainThingRadio.com or just download our mobile app. We'd love to connect with you on Facebook and Twitter, too. There you'll be able to get the latest information on Main Thing Radio and Calvary Miami Beach. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. 
Find links at mainthingradio.com. We'd like to meet you too. You're invited to be part of our worship time at Calvary Miami Beach. Just visit the church page under about at mainthingradio.com to learn more. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in for Main Thing Radio.